through his open gates with the password of praise. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come, bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you, and he is famous for his faithfulness towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Lift up a great shout of joy to Yahweh. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. Worship Yahweh with gladness. Sing your way into his presence with joy and realize what this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping Yahweh our God, for he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. You can pass through his open gates with the password of praise. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come, bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you, and he is famous for his faithfulness towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Lift up a great shout of joy to Yahweh. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. Worship Yahweh with gladness. Sing your way into his presence with joy and realize what this really means.
Praise the Lord. We are gathered here tonight to experience times of refreshing that come from God's presence. And we know that God is working, God is moving, and we give him all the praise and all the glory for the good things that he does for us. And God is always good. Oh, Heavenly Father, we praise your goodness. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from you, the Father of lights, in whom there's no variance, no shadow of turning. And Lord, we're so grateful and thankful for the good things that you do. You are good, Lord, and greatly to be praised in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Cause I know there's peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak
Since your love got a hold of me, since your love. 
Thank you for designing us and making us for you. Lord, we are yours and you are ours. And we bless you, Lord Jesus. We praise your holy name. We offer to you, Lord, thankfulness and gratefulness from hearts that are full. And Lord, we give you thanks and praise. We lift up your holy and wonderful name. 
Thank you for the name of Jesus. Oh, we say praise to that holy name of Jesus. We worship that wonderful name of Jesus. There's no other name like Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we just mention your name. And you cause things to happen. The exalted name of Jesus. There's no name higher than the name of Jesus. There's no name greater than the name of Jesus. And Lord, we have first-hand knowledge of Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Praise you in this place. Praise you in this place. Praise you tonight, Lord. Praise you for your presence and your faithfulness and your word. Praise you for your Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for saving us and calling us. And, Lord, we thank you for speaking to us. Abide in me, and I will make you fruitful and productive. Oh, how I love fruit. And I will prune you, and I will make you more fruitful. For abundance of fruit glorifies my Father. So be fruitful and be glad, for I'm turning things around. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Signature Worship Team. Hallelujah. You may have your seats. Praise God. Glory to God. Hello, everybody. I almost say good morning because that's what I normally say when I get up here. (laughs) And that's what I say all day at school because all my classes are in the morning. So I never say good afternoon or good evening. So hello, VCS. (laughs) Okay. So announcements. We have some events coming up. I got my little sticky note. So this Friday, two days away, we have the square. Abby and Devon will be leading that. And we also did, like, recorded worship and everything because we want to have VCF worship in the square. So changing the atmosphere, right, taking this atmosphere into the center of the town, sending it out all over the place. So that's at 545 to 6.15 before it gets too dark. That way you can see everybody's lovely faces as they're walking by. And then on Saturday is the youth breakfast. So that is from 9 to 11, ages 12 and up. And I'm excited. I'm going to be teaching about diligence, and I'm studying Daniel, the book of Daniel, because that guy was a hard worker and was consistently there with all of the kings. So that's what I'm studying. Then on Sunday after service, we have book club. So all the ladies are welcome to stay after service or to come after service anyhow. We start around 1230-ish, and we make sure we end at 2. We are studying Dr. Fiona's latest book, Removing Blind Spots for a Limitless Life. And then, as a heads up, next week, 
So not two days from now, Friday. But the following Friday is woven. So this time, the third Friday seems like further away. I think last month, it was like the first Friday, almost. Like, it was like the earliest date it could be. And this month, it's like the latest date it can be for like the third Friday of the month. So we'll have woven. That starts at 6 o'clock. And then at the end of this month, we have the conference. I know. We're so excited, right? It is about inheritance, and it is for the whole family. So everybody's invited. Age doesn't matter. Not at all matters, but, like, anybody can come. So that is October 27th and 28th. It's a Friday night and a Saturday morning. We're going to have games for the kids. We're going to have food, fellowship, worship. And our guest speaker is um, Reverend John George. He was here last year, and he'll also be here the Sunday following the conference. And Pastor Doug and Dr. Fiona will be speaking at the conference, too. So it's going to be awesome. Bring everybody you know. And we are in the month of October, so if nobody noticed in the cove, we put a little display. It is Pastor Appreciation Month. So we are going to celebrate our, and appreciate our pastors all month long. So we are thankful for Pastor Doug and Dr. Fiona and Pastor Nelson and Pastor Nadine. So bless them in your way throughout the whole month. Okay, that's the end of my sticky note. <laughs> And if you, if you come from a family, then the family conference is for you. And we want the families to sign up. If you're coming, uh, that's going to help us uh, know to prepare better. Uh, so please, you can sign up in the bookstore, and uh, you can do that after service. And uh, it doesn't cost anything to uh, register, but... Uh, you know, just uh, sign up. You're going to get some good anointed information. Yes. Amen? And uh, it'll bless your life. And, uh, you know, John George, he overcame family challenges. And uh, he is uh, doing well. Dr. Fiona, uh, she says hi from Guyana. Uh, she's doing well. She arrived there Monday night. And uh, God is just uh, doing great things. She said the atmosphere of the home uh, is much different than it was before, which is great. And uh, she's uh, taking care of some things there, and so she'll be back on the 19th. So uh, praise the Lord. It's a, it's a year of uh, travel for us this year. Hallelujah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, at the end of, uh, well, in the month of uh, November, for the week of uh, Thanksgiving, uh, me and uh, Stephen Hoffman and Gabriel, we're going to be going to Liberia, and uh, we're going to be hosting a Victory Crusade uh, in Liberia, and uh, we'll be there for a week. We're going to minister to pastors and leaders in the morning, and then uh, do evangelistic-style uh, crusade meetings in the evenings with uh, a few different things in between, and uh, we're, we're um, feeding the pastors that come there. Because that helps them uh, be there. So if you'd like to support that work, you can uh, give any uh, give, gift and you can designate that for the Commission Club. And uh, God is uh, doing great things. Amen. You know, out of uh, the Lord gave me this and uh, I wrote it down. Um, he said, out of Palmyra, God will send forth his word into all the world and to all the nations. 
He will pour out his abundant grace on them and cause them to inherit his promises and receive his benefits. So we're going to go to Liberia to bring uh, healing, victory, and life from heaven and to minister to them with the master's touch. And uh, also, uh, I just uh, received a request last week. I'm going to be doing a Zoom meeting for another uh, Indian pastor uh, that I met uh, on the 16th. So excited about that. So we're touching the world. Amen. Amen. And uh, as you partner with that, you have a part in it. Glory to God, because partnership is important in the gospel. Well, you all doing good tonight? Are your kids, uh, are you guys ready for your lesson tonight? Hallelujah. Are our teachers ready to share the word? Amen. We just thank you. Have a great time. Let the anointing flow. Holy Ghost, touch them tonight, minister to them tonight, and lift them up in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Of course, we just appreciate and thank you for your giving, and thanks to everyone who who gave gifts for our 21st anniversary. Uh, just look back, and we've been here for 21 years. God is so good and faithful, and we just appreciate all your kindness and your generosity in celebrating that. And uh, we serve a good God. And I, I wanted to uh, just read something from the book of uh, Amos before I get into the uh, message tonight. Um, this is Amos chapter 1, starting with verse 6. Amos 1 and verse 6. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Gaza and four... And for four, for four uh, I will not reverse its punishment or revoke my word concerning it, because as slave traders they took captive the entire Jewish population of defenseless Judean border uh, villages, of which none was spared, and deported them to Edom for the slave trade. So I will send a fire of war, conquest, and destruction on the wall of Gaza, Gaza was a Philistine stronghold. He said uh, in verse 8, he says, And it shall consume her citadels, verse 8, And I will cut off and destroy the inhabitants from Ashdod, and the ruler who holds the scepter from Ashkelon. Those were Philistine cities. Ashdod is where they took the ark when the Philistines captured it, and they put it in their false god of the temple Dagon, and... Uh, the the statue didn't fare too well. <laughs> but notice it's talking about Gaza. See, Gaza's in the news, and the Bible is, is right up to date. Amen? So let's just pray for uh, the nation of Israel and our nation. And I, I'm grateful for Signature Worship putting Israel in the worship there tonight. Father, we give you thanks and praise. As we come together, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, just like your word told us to. We know, Lord, that... Uh, Israel is a God, God-given place. Lord, you gave that land to them, and you said that they will not be taken off of it. And Lord, we just thank you for protecting them, delivering them from evil, and delivering them from unreasonable and wicked men, because not all men have the faith. And we thank you, Lord, for protecting Israel and showing yourself strong uh, in that land and guarding it, Father, with being a shield and a buckler to them in Jesus' name. And Lord, we pray for the United States of America. 
And, and we just speak to the spirit of communism and socialism and say, it's not going to happen here. Your plans to come and destroy this country will not come to naught in the name of Jesus. But Lord, printed on our money is the words that we need to declare, and in God we trust. And Lord, we give you thanks and praise that you deliver America from the evil uh, from the evil influence and the evil uh, doctrines that uh, the enemy is so desperately trying to implement. But he will not succeed because, Father, there is a remnant here who know you and who can call upon you and you will hear them and answer them and show them great and mighty things and give us the victory. So, Lord, we declare that you deliver us from these evil things right here in our country. And, Lord, we ask you to bless the United States of America in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, how many know that we're going to, we are, have the opportunity to activate things. Amen. We're going to activate God's blessing tonight. And, uh, you know, we're, we're very familiar with God blessing us. How many has ever been blessed by God? Right. He's touched you. He's done something for you. But... We're going to flip that around tonight, and tonight we're going to bless God. You know, when we bless God, it activates him blessing us. Amen? I mean, after all, God already created us. He gave us life. He uh, gave us gifts, talents, and abilities. He gave us purpose. He gave us a destiny. And so now it's our turn to bless him. For who he is and what he's done. Hallelujah. So we're going to bless God tonight. And we're going to activate his blessing. To, you know, to bless the Lord or to bless God. uh, It's found throughout the Bible. And uh, it literally means to praise him. Or to uh, kneel in worship. So when we bless God, we're praising him and we're worshiping him. Uh, we're exalting him. Hallelujah. Isn't God worthy to be exalted? Amen. Something happens when we lift up the name of God. You know, tonight we were singing, speak the name of Jesus. Boy, when we speak that name, it can change atmospheres. It can change circumstances. It it, it can cause a, a spark in a situation that was dead. And it can bring life and light. Amen. But there's something about blessing God. And, and the book of Psalms uh, gives us a lot of things to bless God for. We can bless him for his counsel, for his holiness. And uh, we offer to him our praise because he deserves it. Say God deserves it. Amen. There's no one like our God. And we get to walk with him. We get to talk with him. We get to hear his voice. Amen. We can draw close to God as we can get as close to God as we want to. Glory to God. So we're going to bless God tonight. You know, when we bless God, he is glorified. And uh, our blessing God is done when we understand that he is truly praiseworthy. You know, if you had a taste of heaven, you know it's good. And it, just one taste, and it tastes so good, you just want to praise him. You just want to lift up his name. You want to bless him. Amen? I believe that spontaneous praise 
will break out tonight. Hallelujah. You know, God is too good to contain to ourselves. The work that he, he does is so wonderful to contain to ourselves. Amen. Sometimes you just got to get on a rooftop and shout it out. Sometimes you just got to go in the street and just, just let it out. Amen. About how good God is. We don't have anything to be ashamed of. Glory to God. So our praise is, is acknowledging him. And when we acknowledge God, we praise him, we adore him, we give him thanks, and we express our love to him. You know, God loves it when his people express their love to him. You know, love was meant to be shared and expressed. Hallelujah. You know, God loves the sound of your voice. And he loves when you give him praise. You know, the Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. You want God to inhabit a situation? Start praising him. Amen? Want him to inhabit uh, a broken part of your body? Start praising him and let his presence inhabit that part. And when he inhabits things, he fixes things. He renews things. He strengthens things. He helps things. Hallelujah. I want you to go to Psalm 103 for a moment. Then we're going we're gonna to eventually get to Ephesians 1. But we're going to look at Psalm 103 for a moment. This, this, he got a hold of this. This is David who wrote this psalm. Psalm 103 verse 1. Notice what he said. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all that is within me and bless his holy name. Right? He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Our God's got some benefits. And when we bless the Lord, it brings his benefits to mind. It brings his benefits to our remembrance. God is loaded with benefits, blessings to us, good things that he's already done for us. He doesn't have to do them. They're done. They're all, we've already been set up with them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we praise him. For his love, his goodness, his compassion, his forgiveness, and his salvation. Then he says, uh, he goes on to list, he goes, he forgives all my iniquities. Say, all my iniquities are forgiven. That's a good thing to bless the Lord, amen? How about he heals all your diseases? Not just a few, but all. He heals all the diseases. Doctors can prescribe medicine, but they can't heal. They can set a bone, but they don't make the bone heal. They, they help the healing process, but God brings healing. He is the healer. He makes it happen. He brings it to pass. He can do what man can't do. He redeems your life from destruction. Glory to God. That's a reason to praise the Lord. You've been redeemed from destruction. Hallelujah. 
How about he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy? All of you are wearing a beautiful crown of loving kindness and tender mercies that God put on your head. Hallelujah. You've been crowned by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And when you see him again, you can offer your crown to him. Hallelujah. We have reasons to bless the Lord for the things, for who he is and what he's done. When we bless the Lord with our soul, we shake off apathy and and uh, absent-mindedness and any negativity that we that we have allowed to creep into our lives. When we start blessing the Lord, negative turns to positive. Hallelujah. Dead turns to life. Darkness turns to light. Just by praising God. Just by blessing His name. Atmospheres begin to shift. Just by praising His name. When we praise the name of the Lord, the enemy gets confused. He doesn't know what to do about that. Amen? We've seen examples of people in the Bible that praise God and enemies were defeated just by them praising God. People were delivered from prison just by praising God. There's power in praise. There's, when we bless the Lord... It, it does something to God's heart. It, it, it stirs him up to action. It's, it's like an eagle being stirred in the nest, you know? And they, they get stirred and they start flapping their wings. And then they take off and soar. Hallelujah. When we bless the Lord, it does something to God's heart. It remo- changes negative into positive. Hallelujah. It stirs up a passionate response We need a passionate response of praise and worship that bubbles up out of our innermost being. We ought to be bubbly. Why? We got the Holy Ghost and fire on the inside. We got fire shut up in our bones. Amen? If anybody ought to be bubbly, it ought to be someone who puts their faith in Jesus Christ. Why? You win just by showing up. You overcome every challenge. You go through every difficulty. Go through. You don't camp out. Amen? Dr. Fiona and I, we were talking the other day, and we had counted like four or five people that we prayed out of death. Amen? Yeah, they testified. They were like close to death, but they called upon us and prayed, and God delivered them. You know, our God delivers from death. Amen? Why? He conquered death. He's the only one who conquered death. He took the keys of death. Hallelujah. And he can open the door anytime he wants to. Glory to God. We need to praise God enthusiastically. Oh, yeah, the popcorn's popping now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord revealed himself to Moses as one who is compassionate, merciful, slow to anger, filled with unfailing love, and he will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for our sins. He does not deal harshly as as we deserved it. Hallelujah. He showed us mercy. He gave us grace. 
When has the Lord ever brought our mistakes up to us? Never. It's only the enemy that does that. God never brings our mistakes up to us. Ever. Why? He forgets them as far as the east is from the west. God forgets our mistakes. Especially when we repent to him. So we got to bless the Lord with our soul, with all of our soul. Blessing the Lord should involve your entire being. Hallelujah. Why? We got something to bless. You know, I like the psalm. Go to Psalm 42 for a minute. Psalm 42. If you're ever feeling down or you're having a bad day, do this and call me in the morning. (laughs) Notice what the psalmist did in Psalm 42 verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? You know, if we're going to have a problem in life, it's going to be in our soul. The Lord wants us to be prosperous and be in health, even as our what? Soul prospers. So our soul has a lot to do with our circumstance. So if if you're having a bad day, the enemy is attacking your soul. Why are you... Cast down, oh my soul. Why are you disquieted with him? He's talking to his soul. He says, why are you so quiet? Come on, soul. Get loud. Get with it. Let's go. You got to give yourself a pep talk sometimes. He said, put your hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. Hallelujah. For the help of his countenance. For his presence. Listen. If you if you're if you feel depression knocking at your door, start to praise him, and depression will run from you so fast. It will not. Where's depression? I don't know. It got out of here real quick. What changed? Your praise changed. When you start to praise God, it takes your eyes off your current circumstances. It makes God bigger than whatever you're dealing with. See, the devil wants you to make what you're dealing with bigger than God. But we turn it around when we bless the Lord. Hallelujah. When we bless the Lord with our soul, we don't hold anything back in our praise and our worship of him. Have you ever heard an athlete? I left it all on the field. That means they didn't hold it back. They gave their best, their best effort. And when we, when we praise God, we ought to give our best effort. Amen? We ought to have the most energy to God. If you got fire shut up in your bones, you're a walking volcano waiting to explode with praise. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And let's see what happens when we bless the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1. Hallelujah. I was working from home today and I was praying and, well, actually, I, I took Josiah to school and I was laying down praying. And then I woke up an hour later. Like, what happened? <laughs> I ought to know, don't lay down to pray for me. <laughs> That's why I like to pray when it's sitting up or walking around. 
I know one of my friends, uh, he would always read the Bible at night, but he would fall asleep. So in order to stop him from falling asleep, he, he read the Bible on the edge of the bathtub. He would sit on the edge of the bathtub and read the Bible. But I'll tell you what, he started to do that, and he was in a motorcycle accident. And he got into a motorcycle accident, slid on the pavement about 50 feet, and got right up to his feet and just praised God because nothing, was ha- nothing happened to him. You know, it pays, it pays to get that word in you because it has great dividends. All right, so Ephesians chapter 1, and uh, let's look at verse 2. He says, uh, well, no, let's look at verse 1. <laughs> I'm going to read this from the King James, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God... To the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. We could say to the saints which are in Palmyra. And the faithful in Christ Jesus. What does it mean to be faithful? The Amplified says the loyal and steadfast in Christ. God's looking for some people who are faithful, loyal, and steadfast in Christ because he wants to encourage you to bless him. Amen? And when you got people who are filled with fire, you don't need a spark, right? We just need an outlet. Amen? The fire is already in us. We just need to let it out. Hallelujah. So he's writing this to saints, the faithful, the loyal, the steadfast in Christ. He says, grace be to you, God's ability, God's favor, God's power, God's goodness. Grace. See, I have grace. Where'd you get it? You get it from God. God gave it to you. It's a gift of God. Amen? Grace is a power-packed, uh, potent delivery from God himself. And peace. Notice directly from God the Father. We have a direct line from God. God can distribute things to us. He can give things to us. And he can get things to us because we are, have a direct connection to God because it's through Jesus Christ. If you want to plug into God, you've got to plug into Jesus. All right? Grace be to you in peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now here's what he says in verse 3. Notice this. He said, blessed be God. Blessed be, blessed be God. Amen? Who's blessing God? We're blessing God. Notice, they bless God first. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Where? In heavenly places in Christ. So if you want to get uh, into the heavenly places, you got to bless God. As you bless God, you will be taken in to heavenly places. God's Walmart. God's Target. Where everything is free. You could go get what you need and there's no checkout line. Why? It's already all been paid for. It's already been provided for. Say, it's already been. 
He, he, this is not something he's going to do. This is something that he's done. This is why we bless God. We bless him because this is what he's done for us. Bless God. And he will bless us with how many spiritual blessings? All. Everybody say all. And where are those spiritual blessings? They're in heavenly places where? In Christ. They're in Christ. Christ is the key to it all. Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing is the key to it all. Say, I want it all. I I, I want all that God has for me. Do do you really want all that God has for you? We got to go after what's, it's already been given to us. We already have access to it. Hallelujah. But we got to bless God. Bless God. Blessed be God, our Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Us blessing him gets him ready to bless us in return. You know, God is a reciprocal God. I learned that word in mathematics, a reciprocal, right? What what happens over here happens over here. It's the same thing, right? It's reciprocal. I think that's what it's saying, right? But our God is a reciprocal God. You do something for him, he'll do something for you. How hard is it to bless God? It doesn't take a whole lot of strength. To start praising God, exalting God, uh, magnifying God. But when we start doing that, it has powerful results. Guess what? You don't even have to have feelings to bless God. You know, have you ever heard in the Bible, it's called a sacrifice of praise. You don't feel like it, but you offer to it anyway. Amen? Peter didn't feel like casting his net Back into the sea. But he did it because the word said do it. He, he, he overrode his fleshly feelings and he gave full response to the word and he caught the most fish he's ever caught at one time in his life. So when you're having a bad moment and things aren't going the way you think they should be, that is not the time. See, if you're not blessing God, you're going to be saying something else. If you're not blessing God, you're more likely going to be complaining. You're going to be blaming someone else. You're going to be uh, murmuring and grumbling. Why are you in this situation? Why did you let this happen? Be quiet and bless the Lord. I was going to say something a little harsher, but just bless the Lord. Amen? Amen. Give God thanksgiving. Right? He, Paul is recognizing that every good thing comes from God. That's why we should bless him. God is good. We should bless him. His nature and his works, that's why we should bless him. If he did nothing else for us ever again, we have more than enough reason to bless him. Because he gave us Jesus. He gave us his word. Amen? He gave us everything that we need to succeed in life. Right here. See, I already have it. 
Say, it's already available to me. Say, it's, it's already in my possession. Yeah. So let's start doing something with it. Amen? What are we going to do? We're going to bless the Lord. All right? Okay. So I'm going to get to the heavenly places here in just a minute. But he gives us reasons why we should bless the Lord in this passage of Scripture. All right? Why should we bless the Lord? All right? See, Jesus is the author of every blessing, and he's the means by which every blessing comes to us. Okay? He's like the, he's like, Jesus is like Amazon from heaven. Right? And uh, you can put in the order for what you need because it's already, we already have access to it. Amen? Amen. Heaven is our Father's home. We have been welcomed. We are citizens of heaven. We have access to heaven. What did, when the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, he told them in those principles, let my will done be where? As it is, oh my goodness. God's will can be done on earth just like it is in heaven. If if it wasn't possible, he wouldn't have said that and they wouldn't have wrote that. But guess what? It is written. So that means it's possible. We can have heaven on earth until we get to heaven. Amen? Let's have let's have heaven on earth now until we until Jesus comes back and we go to heaven. Let's have as much of heaven as we can right now. Amen? You know there's no sickness in heaven. Let's walk in health. There's no poverty in heaven. Let's, let's be rich. Amen? Amen? There's no sorrow in heaven. We might as well just be joyful. Amen? Amen? There's no agitation in heaven. Let's just be at peace. Why? Because there's a prince of peace in heaven. Amen? Okay. So... We need to bless the Lord with the voice of thanksgiving. Go to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. We're going to come back to Ephesians, but go to Luke chapter 1. Something happens when you're filled with the Spirit, you can't help but be silent. I mean, you can't help but let, let what's on the inside out. When God fills you, it will push some sound out of your mouth. Okay? You won't be able to contain it. Why? It's too much to contain. So Luke chapter 1, and look at verse 41. Luke chapter 1, verse 41. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, what was Mary carrying at this moment? She was carrying the word. She was carrying Jesus. And how many know what's on the inside affects what's on the outside? Something on the inside, working on the outside, all right? So notice, when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost, and she spake with a quiet little voice. What, What kind of voice did she speak? 
she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. She began to bless God, who Mary was carrying in her womb. She couldn't contain it, couldn't be silent. She had to let it out. And the Holy Spirit was that spark that brought the blessing out. She spoke with a loud voice. She spoke out with a loud voice. Say she spoke out with a loud voice. It's okay to get loud. You're not going to hurt God's ears. I'll have to find the scripture, but I read where praise was so loud that it shook the foundation. Amen? Come on, we need some foundation shaking praise. Because that's how good our God is. When things are, are not going right in your family, begin to praise God. Amen? Why? It releases something else into the atmosphere. When things aren't going your way, something else is trying to work. So you've got to put something else into the atmosphere, and you put something else in the atmosphere with our praise and blessing God. Okay? Let's go to uh, verse 67. Verse 67. Now, Zacharias, he spent nine months in silence because he doubted God. (laughs) All right, verse 67. And his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied. Say, and he prophesied. How how does one prophesy? Words come out of your mouth that are inspired by the Holy Spirit. He didn't whisper it. And what did he say when he prophesied? Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. When Zechariah got in faith, the first thing out of his mouth was praise. So when we get in faith, the first thing out of our mouth ought to be praise. For who God is and what he's done. Amen? Hallelujah. All right? So bless God for his mercies. Bless God for his uh, comfort. Bless God. Amen? All right, let's go back to Ephesians 1. And let's see some reasons why we bless him. And then we'll go into heavenly places. Hallelujah. Ooh, I'm, I'm excited about this. Okay? Number one. Blessed be God. Why do we bless God? Number one, verse four, he has chosen us in him. We can bless God because he chose us. Say, I've been chosen by God, by my father, by Jesus, and by the Holy Ghost. Did you know that God the Father, God the Holy Ghost, and and God the Son chose you unanimously? They they chose you to be with you. They chose you to fellowship with you. They chose you to work out their purpose in your life. They chose you. They said, I want you. Hallelujah. We bless God because he chose us. What did he chose us to do? He has chosen us in him because that's where the blessing is. It's in heavenly places in Christ. 
right? He chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy without blame before him in love. You've been chosen to be holy, blameless before God in love, before the foundation of the world. God chose you before you were born. You are not an accident. You are not an oops. You've been chosen. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You've been called out to show forth his praise. And there's power when we bless the Lord. We got to bless the Lord. If you want to bring change in your life, no matter if you need financial, if you need uh, uh healing in your body, if you need strength, if you need direction, begin to praise God. And then he'll take it over from there. He'll show you what you need to do. He'll, he'll provide for you what you need. Amen? Because we bless him. We can bless him because he's chosen us. Hallelujah. Jesus said, you didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to bear fruit. You've been chosen by God to bear fruit. John fifteen sixteen. Jesus chose you. Amen? All right, verse 5. This is, this is number 2 in why we bless God, but it's found in verse 5. He predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. It was God's plan for us to be adopted into his family. Amen? God always planned for the Gentile and the Jew to become one new man called a Christian. Hallelujah. And that one new man was made at the cross. Amen? So he predestined us. He foreordained. He established. He prearranged. He determined ahead of time. He settled beforehand. God, you, you arrived on this earth with a divine purpose of God, with a divine plan in place. And when we connect with God, that plan unfolds in our life. How many are grateful for the plan that God has for you? What kind of plans? Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you an expected end. Plans to give you, take you to a destination. God's got a destiny for you, for you. Before the foundation of the world. So we bless God because we're chosen and He predestined us to be adopted. Amen? Second Corinthians 6.18, don't turn there. He, I'm just gonna read it. He says, He is our Father and we are His sons and daughters. Say, God's my Father. That's a good reason to bless him. Amen. You got a good, good father. You got a loving father. Galatians 3.26 says, We are children of God by faith with rights and privileges. Hallelujah. We bless God because we got rights and privileges as children. Because he loves us, we're his children. People don't go say, I'm the child of Buddha. Buddha ain't got no children. He's just got a big belly. But God's got some children. Amen? God calls us his children. Hallelujah. All right? Verse 6. Why do we bless God? He has made us accepted in the beloved. Woo! And 
He has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. We're, we're accepted in the beloved. That's grace. Did you know that by grace you're saved through faith? Grace gets you accepted with God. That's a good reason to bless God because he accepted us. Say, God accepts me. Yeah, he doesn't accept sin, but he accepts you. And when you come to him, sin gets wiped away. He gives you a power wash in his blood. Amen? <laughs> he washes all the mold that's, that sin left behind. And after the power wash of blood, you can't even tell that it was there. Why? You're a new man, a new creature in Christ Jesus. That's reason to bless God. Amen? Hallelujah. We're going to bless God in this place. Verse 7, why do we bless God? For in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Hallelujah. We bless him because of our redemption. He purchased us. Your body is not your own. You've been bought with a price. What's the price? The price of blood. What other auction house on the planet sells things for blood? But Jesus bought you with his own blood. He bought the church with his blood. Amen? The church is you and I, the called out ones. And he bought us so that we can assemble together. And bless his name. You know what happens when a group of people who love Jesus start blessing his name together? Woo, things get stirred up in a quick, rapid way. Amen? When, when, when Solomon dedicated the temple, and the Bible said that the, the singers and the trumpeters were as one, 120 of them, they, they were blessing God. What happened? His presence filled the place they couldn't even stand to minister. There's power in blessing God. Amen? All right, verse 8. Or no, uh, verse 9. Another reason to bless God, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he has purposed in himself. We can know God's will. Knowing God's will is a reason to bless God. It's no longer a mystery to us. The mystery is revealed. If a mystery is revealed, it's not a mystery anymore. Jesus is the Sherlock Holmes of heaven. He's the great mystery revealer. Amen. The Holy Ghost. Sherlock Holy Ghost. Right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Mysteries revealed. All right, verse 11 is a personal favorite. We bless the Lord because in whom we have obtained an inheritance. Woo! Glory to God! Notice, that did not say we're getting it. That said we have obtained. It is in our possession. An inheritance already given to us. We have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. We have an inheritance. We have obtained it. Amen. Are we walking in our inheritance? Are we living in our inheritance? Amen. And everything agrees. And then finally, verse 13. The reason we bless God, in whom also you tr 
in whom you, you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also that after you believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Woo, we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Hallelujah. God put his personal seal on us. That means we are appropriated and certified as God's. That means belonging to God. Hallelujah. I'm certified God's. I belong to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I've been possessed by God. Glory to God. Being possessed by God is being better than possessed by devils. Hallelujah. Okay. We've been, uh, the Holy Spirit puts his mark on us and he seals us and we are his. See, I'm God's. And then Ephesians 1, 3 says, God has blessed us with every, every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms. There is a realm where these blessings are, where these blessings come from, where these blessings get distributed, where these blessings get uh, commuted or transferred to us. Amen? And we can go into heavenly realms and get the transfer zone. How many's ever seen a relay race? Right? In, in a relay race, they have a baton. And when there's four men in a relay race, right? There's a period of time where this runner, he starts running because this guy's coming with the baton. And that's called the transfer zone. And they have just a, a little bit of time to get the baton from this guy to this guy. And, what, you know, they're running. But once he gets the baton, he puts it into high gear. Yeah. That's called the transfer zone. Yeah. Right? We're, in, we're entering the transfer zone tonight. Hallelujah. And we're blessing God, right, in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, okay? Hallelujah. Heavenly realms, whoo, glory to God. The Bible says in Ephesians 1.20, he talks about heavenly places. In Ephesians 2.6, oh, go to Ephesians 2.6. This might require some shouting clothes. Ephesians 2, 6, and has raised us up together. You've been raised up together with who? With Christ, with Jesus. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. You've got a seat in heavenly places where you can get anything from the heavenly realm that you need for your life, for your business, for your... Hallelujah! You've got a seat. It's like having a seat on the stock exchange. That gives you a right to buy and sell uh, stock. But we got a seat in heavenly places. And he made us sit together in that seat. Here, i got a seat for you. Seats right next to me, Jesus is saying. You've been seated with Christ in heavenly places. Hallelujah. You can't get closer to the heavenly realm than having a seat in heavenly places. Amen? Hallelujah. Oh my goodness, we got to bless God. Hallelujah. God is in heaven. Amen. He's called our heavenly father. Right? Heavenly places. There's glory. Matthew 17, 2 says, His appearance changed dramatically in their presence. His face shone like the sun, and his clothing became white as light. Hallelujah. The glory, there's heavenly glory. Ooh, there's glory in heaven. 
There are angels in heaven, right? They're called heavenly hosts. The hostess with the mostess. Hallelujah. What do you call Zippor- what do you call a Zipporah, wife of Moses? She's the hostess with the Moses. John three twelve, there are things in heaven. It says, I told if I told you earthly things and you did not believe it, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? See, there are things in heaven. And you have access to those things. Because they're heavenly and you got a seat in heavenly places. In Christ. Amen? God calls, in, in Hebrews 12, 22, he calls a new Jerusalem. That's the heavenly Jerusalem. There's a, there's a Jerusalem in heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, if you want to receive from heavenly places, you got to be heavenly minded. You can't be earthly and get heavenly. You got to be heavenly to get heavenly. Amen? Colossians 3 tells us to be heavenly minded, heavenly focused, focused on things above. Amen? So when we bless God, He makes available everything in the heavenly places. For us to receive, to have, to possess, to do things with. Amen? And it comes, first we bless God, then he blesses us with every spiritual blessing, all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Go to 1 Corinthians 15.4, and I'm, I'm, getting, I'm just closing right here. 1 Corinthians 15.47. Look at this. 1 Corinthians 15:47. See, since you have Jesus in your heart, where is Jesus now? So, he's our example of how to behave as heavenly. Did you know that Jesus behaved heavenly while he was on earth? Everything he did, he did because his father did it. Everything he said was because his father said it. All right, 1 Corinthians fifteen forty-seven. It says this: the first man is of the earth, earthly; the second man is of is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. He's not talking about tones or colors. He's talking about behavior and mindset. Such are they also that are earthy. As is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. We got to up our game. Amen? And as we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God gives us, he has a heavenly kingdom. He's, he's called us with a heavenly calling. Did you know that we're called to heaven? We're not going to get there tomorrow, but we're going to get there. Amen? But until we do, let's bless God. Let's start blessing God. Get to your feet right now, and I want you to start blessing God. If you have a need in your life, I want